0: tailat rakṣhet jalat rakṣhet rakṣhet kṣithila bandhanāt mūrkahaste nādātavyam evam vadati pustakam what does this mean amma this subhashita
1: is written from the perspective of a book a book tells how it wants to be treated tailat rakṣhet protect me from oil jalat Rakshet. Protect me from water. Rakshet. Shithila. Bandhanath. Protect me from being loosely bound. haste From the hands of fools. Nadatavyam. Don't give me. Yevam vadati. So says Pustakam, The book. Translation. The book requests protect me from oil, protect me from water, keep me well bound, do not give me into the hands of
0: force. The book here is representative of knowledge or any other valuable resource that needs to be protected. We must protect it from the elements, we must protect it from. Structural damage. We must also protect it from falling into the hands of bad elements who could misuse it and cause more harm than good. We also must protect it from those who do not understand its value. There have been many instances where books, records, photographs, and other such valuable memorabilia or items of historic value have been discarded by people because they did not realize the true value of them. I would like to highlight
1: the word "murka" haste. So when we say moorka, we first imagine someone who hasn't gone to a school or a college or in essence who hasn't had a formal education. But see, we have so many craftsmen who are so skilled in their craft, who do not use any rulers, pens, pencils, etc. But they can bring out such good, craft elements. Or just think about our own grandmothers. They hadn't gone to any school or college. They did not know how to read or write. But they could just sit on the floor and with powder and colors in their hand, they could turn out such intricate rangolis, counting all the dots and uh, joining them in such intricate fashions. They could turn out such delicious food items, putting in so many ingredients just by measuring in their hands or looking at them through their eye, like what they used to say, te, These women knew how to do all these things without having any formal education. They could also memorize so many tricky shlokas, which were really difficult tongue twisters. And they never read any of them. Just by listening to them, they could memorize. So a murka is not someone who has just not gone to school or college. A murka is someone who is unable to assess the value of anything, who misuses
0: the resources. Although this Subhashita talks about knowledge, it should be considered as more than just knowledge. You could think of this as any limited resource or any valuable resource. Whether it is a natural resource like water or oil, or whether it is something like data, you want to protect this and make sure it doesn't fall into hands of people who are not supposed to have access to it. Cybersecurity is a huge thing these days. All of the banks, all of the financial institutions and companies, are making sure that their valuable data is protected. And the murkas here are not necessarily fools. It could be educated people as well who fall prey to the tricks of conmen and thus end up revealing a lot of the valuable data of the company. I am reminded of this story. Tenali
1: Ramakrishna was the court jester of Sri Krishnadevaraya the king of the Vijayanagar Empire. There were lots of learned and knowledgeable people in Krishna Devaraya's court. Once a pandit from Kashi came to the court of Krishna Devaraya and threw a challenge, he would be able to debate on any literary work that they brought forward. And his poser was: if he won. That person who brought forth the book had to be his slave. And if he lost, he would surrender all his titles to the king and go away. No other learned man in the court came forward because they were all scared of being defeated. Tenari Rama came forward and said, Please give me one day's time, and tomorrow I will bring the literary work. Next morning, Thinali Rama comes in royally dressed and holding a bundle under his arms, well wrapped in red silk cloth. He places this in front of the king. When asked what that bundle was, he said, Tila Mahisha Bandana. The visiting Pandit was stunned. He had not heard this name at all. So he just blabbered. Oh, I know about this book, but I have forgotten since I have read it long back. So, please give me at least time to refresh my memory. Let us debate tomorrow. Again, the court adjourned. Next morning, that Pandit was not to be seen. He had fled in the darkness of the night. King asked Tanali Rama, what is this? Then Tanali Rama seriously said, I will open it and show you. It contained a bunch of sticks bound by a rope. Tenali Rama said, Tila, sesame or gingerly. Kashta, twigs, Mahisha, buffalo, Bandhana, rope. Twigs of sesame bound by a rope used to tie buffalo. The entire court burst out in laughter. Tenali Rama had saved the honor of the court by common sense and wit. So, this story illustrates presence of mind, common sense, street smartness, and wit are way more important than just bookish knowledge. But when they are actually combined with bookish
0: knowledge, the person is really, really knowledgeable. Murkha in this Subhashita can also be interpreted as a person who is ignorant or has incomplete knowledge. No matter which field you are in, I am sure you know how novices can mess things up because of their lack of experience and complete knowledge. One of the classic stories about this is from the Mahabharata. The story is about Arjuna's son, Abhimanyu. It is said that when Subhadra was pregnant with Abhimanyu, Arjuna was explaining to her the intricacies of the Chakravyuha. Now, Abhimanyu had a Rakshasa element and he had special powers. So, even in the womb, he was able to absorb everything that was spoken around him and thus he learned how to penetrate a Chakravyuha. Krishna knew that Abhimanyu could do a lot of damage. So he wanted to make sure Abhimanyu did not get to learn how to get out of the Chakravyuha. This way he would ensure Abhimanyu's death both to kill the Rakshasi element as well as use it as a motivation for Arjuna in the war. So Krishna interrupted Arjuna and ensured that Abhimanyu's knowledge remained half-knowledge. During the Mahabharata war, when Abhimanyu was all of 16 years old, there came a situation where Arjuna went away from the rest of the Pandavas and now the Pandavas had to face Dronacharya's Chakravyuha. Abhimanyu was the only person who knew how to penetrate the Chakravyuha and the Pandavas promised him that they would back him up. And so he penetrated it, but the Pandavas were unable to back him up and Abhimanyu lost his life. You can take the story as an illustration of Abhimanyu's valor Or you can think about it as how half-knowledge led to his defeat. So that's it for today. What are your thoughts about this Subhashita? Share it with us. See
1: you in the next episode.